and we're live good morning guys welcome to an episode of the Nigerian sports fan podcast i'm your host david and it's a beautiful monday morning and it's time for the monday morning football um last episode i we delved out i delved out i delved a bit away from the whole um, concept of this podcast we spoke about council culture um last time but now we i am going to be talking about football again you know well, I hope you guys, if you go check out the last episode, um, it's on Spotify also. Council Culture, officially my guy, Reggie, or Reagan as it's called, but I stylize it to be Reggie. But anyways, yeah, let's crack on. So we're going to be talking about football, and uh, it's been an interesting like, past week, or what you say um, past weekend, whichever way. Um, the Olympics just started, and um, Zambia, they've got a, strike, they've got a striker who has been doing a madness. I think she... She, she bagged two hat tricks in two games. Even though the Netherlands they scored ten goals in ten goals in each of the three matches they've played so far. But let's start with our beautiful sports. As they said, I'm a sports fan and I will have to start with my beautiful sports. Um with merely one signing. Officially with merely one signing. <laughs> and that's the goalkeeper Golini, a backup goalie. This is after Nunes Reto Santo, you know, made it clear to Joe Hart that he would not be part of his plans for this season. Which isn't really a surprise because um, when Johart was signed last season to come in as the second choice goalkeeper, I always had a bad feeling about it. You know, because first of all, he was second choice at Burnley Field, second choice at West Ham Field, and how does he deserve to get to move up to sports? And he, he has his ability to be beaten, beaten at his near post. There's a goal he considered against, um, was it this in the Europa League? Forgot the name of the team. Um, forgot the name of the team actually. Is it um, Lask? Yeah, Lask. Considered goal against Lask. Near post. You know, very, very disappointing disappointing um, goal that he considered against Lask. So, when you see things like this from Mr. Joe, when you see these things, you kind of wonder how he became second choice over Gazaniga. Although Gazaniga himself is pants. So, basically, he's supposed to need an upgrade in that department. Second choice goalkeeper. So, his name is Golini. He doubles up as a rapper. Uh, I've seen his video. Clearly, um, looks like he's been influenced by a lot of the Western rap, Western, which is American um, rap genre. I'm not really, I'm not really a big, big, big fan of you know that style of music. So I'm not really going to comment on it. Probably, I probably won't sound ignorant if I try to put a label on it. But from what I've seen, you know, a certain kind of rap is a kind of rapper who caters to a certain kind of audience. You know, and it's not for, basically, it's not for me. But he was a rapper, and he was announced. Now, the funny thing is that he was even. The funny thing was that he even announced himself. He did like a quick video. Was, I think at the airport, he was like, he has done his medical in Italy and was like, uh, I'm coming. <laughs> Before the club announced, and when he even made the country, he came on YouTube one time. I think Via Fabrizio Romano came online and he spoke about how he is grateful for the opportunity. And then he was officially announced, and his comment was, you know, I am. I am coming here. Laurie Hugo is a legend here. I'm not going. I'm not going to say it exactly the way he said it because it's, I'm trying to. I'm trying to say this off my memory. He said, um, um, "Loris is a, obviously Hugo is a legend here, and um, I'm here to show that I'm the future, and we have to be here to try and win something this season." Well, he has talked the talk, and I'm moved by his speech. I'm because personally, I am tired of players coming in talking about process, progress, this, this, bro. I've been a sports sports fan since 2009. This is comfortably 12 years, or no, 12 years, yeah, I've been this person for 12 years now, and I haven't seen a single silverware. So, I'm sorry, 
Is it 12 already? It's going to be 13 next year. So I haven't seen a single silverware at Spurs. I'm sorry. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm met with disappointment. Semi-finals and finals. Two final heartbreaks. Real, real painful heartbreaks. Trust me. It's very painful. So when you look at how we, how we lost those finals. And then the semi-finals, how do you lose them? So all this progress talk, I'm not, so I'm cool with the talk that he's speaking. He's a really tall guy, and he, the fact that he said he's here to be the future, man, it's, it's, a, it's a two-year loan deal with an obligation to buy. If he makes 20 appearances, it will be an obligation to buy, pay a certain fee. Doesn't sound like a bad idea. He could understudy Hugo and with time probably even take over. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Then another news, um, Fabrizio Romano, he has done three here we goes just for a signing. Man, the managerial search literally scarred the guy that the guy has done three here we goes. So it's for Brian Hill or Carlos Hill. No, Brian Hill. Yeah, Brian Hill. Um, Brian Hill is a new sports signing. However, he hasn't been announced yet. But this is how the deal went through. Um, a swap deal plus 25 million euros plus add-ons. For Brian Hill, the swap, the player moving the other direction is Eric Lamella. Eric Lamella, who um, he's the new, is the is the 21st century version of this of Signote. Are we saying the 21st century or 21st century? Okay, 21st century version of Signote, Darren Anderson. If you're a sports fan in the in, from the 20th century, you know Darren Anderson. Literally Signote, fantastic winger, but had issues with injuries. And then you know Eric Lamella going the other way. And you, you know, you know what won't surprise me if Eric Lamella goes to Sevilla, scores like 15, 20 goals a season, turns into like a whole different player over there, and then probably even wins a trophy this season. In <laughs> this new season, it won't surprise me because it's the most sporty thing you could ever ever think of. You probably even probably even find it hard to get injured ever again. I mean, but I think that league is suited to him. I think Premier League just never worked out for him. His personality, his style of play, just wasn't suited to it. Always going around, always always injured. I think the amount of times he has completed 90 minutes on average would be like three, three 90 minutes. You mean like something appearances? And scored 17 goals in total. This is supposed to be a goal-scoring winger that you brought in. Probably more tired as the next Toti, but didn't work out. And now we have him swap swapping for Brian Hill. Brian Hill is a um, you know, I don't know the guy, honestly. I don't really know him. Never seen him play. I'm not gonna call me and be like I've seen him. I've not seen him play, but. I can I do I did some digging I did some research and I studied about the guy I figured out that he could play he's a left-footed player can play on the left wing can play on the right wing can play behind the striker but looks like he's being bought to play on the right because that was where Lamella was right so he's left-footed cut inside and he played for was it Ibar last season or was it on team like that last season and he was on loan there two loan spells over there and a lot of fans and when the signing was when it was said that sports were and the, the news came out of the blue though, when it was said that Spurs were almost close to signing, were close to signing him, everybody was surprised, was like, wow, this is a good, even United fans, even Arsenal fans were like, this is a good deal, most fans, even Barcelona fans were like, how was this happening? And don't forget, Paratici has been, was announced, I mentioned the last episode, Paratici was announced as the new um, director of football operations at Spurs, so meaning that Levy has taken a back seat away from football operations, if you, if you missed it in my last episode, I spoke about it, and um, you can check it out some weeks ago. Probably have to remember, obviously. But this this is my this is my take, right? This is my take on this deal. I don't know the guy. Like I said, jury is out. We'll see how it goes. That's all I can say. I'm not gonna come here and act like I know him. He's gonna be the next Messi. He's gonna be the next this. But they are touting him as the next Johan Cruyff, which is I don't know. They, they say he's like the best youngster available. And I saw some of his highlights. He has like a David Silva-like kind of movement. You know, obviously he's very good at dribbling. 
he's very good at dribbling. Um, he has his, he has a good turn of pace, and there are times when he lets the ball flow with him. A dribbler means that some persons even say he's like Jack Grealish. He's a good dribbler, meaning that he's able to he's able to um, win free kicks. He's able to win free kicks maybe like towards the end of the game, and he has very good ball retention. Where you would maybe like towards the end of the match, towards the end of the match, you maybe you want to waste time or you want, or maybe you haven't chasing a game or something. Towards the end of the match, you can win a free kick or a pen with the guy. So it's skillful. Spurs have sort of lacked a player like that. So we'll see. But you know, and paper, and there's also that. But like I said again, jury's still out. But on, on that point to be noted is that um, there are a lot of talks about how the deal is similar to Chiesa. That is a very similar kind of player to keep not not like inside of play, but you know, Paratici was one who masterminded um, Federico Chiesa to Juventus, and there are talks that this is quite similar to that kind of deal that the player will be at that level, that level of performance. Um, if you know, if you know my list of my last episode, I'm a huge fan of Federico Chiesa. I'm a huge, huge fan. Spoken about him in glowing terms in the last episode, and I still think he is. And if he's like what I think he is, uh, he's, he's going to win me over. But I've not. Seen, he has to win me. He has to perform in the Premier League for me to for him to win me over. The first game is against Man City. If he plays against, he plays in that game and does a madness, we'll see. You know, I'll, I'll be officially Brian Hill FC. However, I don't stick. I don't really. I don't stand any player. But I wish him all the best. And, and another thing to also be noted is that, um, like I said, sports have missed that kind of player before, and they would such a player would be welcomed in that starting eleven. Is whether he can slot in straight away. Lucas Mora is still there, and and there are talks. Another news also, um, if I forget, another news is that um, to be adverted, um, a bid has been accepted from uh, Aldo Aldo Wild in Qatar. I'm sorry for the pronunciation. Sorry for it. In Qatar, and um, he there was a picture of him as Qatar leaked actually according to HLIN England. I think it's a Belgian publication from what I suspect from their bio or something. I'll, ch- I'll try and look into it some more so he's um an asian he's an sorry i'm sorry um there were pictures of him with the flower welcomed at qatar airports and yeah, even though people were like you know i told you he was going to go to retire in belgium but it looks like he wants to like get a last payday which is good one of the dead woods have been moved on some of the one of the many dead woods have been moved on. although i'm not impressed yet we'll see as, as as it progresses we'll see how it goes on so he was at the airport and the picture leaked oh glory to god Thank God for a safe journey, and he's there and took a picture. So the announcement will probably be coming up maybe by the, the by this week. We'll probably get an announcement on on his signing, whether he has signed up, signed for them or not. Now, do I? My opinion. Now a lot of fans are talking about how he's, he's not the, he's the best centre back at the club. No, he's not. He's just one of the many. Days. And the fact that he's the best centre back at the club means that there has to be a clear out of all the centre backs because it's clear that. A lot of people are stuck in nostalgia. If there was anybody who was probably the best in the back, there was none. I mean, Adaverad, Eric Dyer, Damson Sanchez, three of them have to go. We need new persons in. Those guys are overstayed their welcome one. And it's it's even amazing that there has been no interest. And by the way, so we Adaverad was 13 million pounds. That's how much it costs. And that's how much sport pay, sports pay to get him in. And it's amazing that there's been no interest in Eric Dyer. It's one of the mind-boggling things. Even Damason Sanchez, who we think is a clown as a defender, <laughs> he, he has garnered interest from people from Sevilla. Sevilla, not just anybody, Sevilla. Eric Dyer is a Burnley-level centre-back, and he hasn't even gotten interest from Burnley. They're not even interested in the guy. This is Burnley who signed Hendricks. Is it Hendricks from um, Newcastle? That's bang average players. 
it's not Hendricks. I think it's Hendricks. You can Hendrick, right? I mean, this is Burnley. No, they signed Dale Stevens, one of the most basic footballers. I mean, Burnley is known for signing basic footballers. Eric Dyer literally fits that club, and Burnley are not even interested in the guy. It's mind-boggling. <laughs> and I, 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 I think it's weird. I think. I, what's my opinion on this whole thing? Well, Spurs need a clear out, like I said, and Adavered is one of the many clears that has to happen. And um, it's good that this one is happening. We'll see as obviously the, we hope the club and make some announcements before the week runs out and then be at ease. Because after the managerial search, a lot of fans, you know, have been scarred by sources. Even Fabio Romero, like I said, had to do three here because people to believe him. Because now it the, the managerial search was a was a madness. Moving on, um, we also have. Um, the more developments on our center back search, sports center back search, Christian Romero is the latest guy, and there are reports that the deal is almost deal is done. Yes, third party reports. Fabio Romano has reported it. Talks are progressing, and sports are willing to offer 40 million euros and 10 million euros add-ons, which is 50 million euros in total for Christian Romero. Now, Romero, I've not like I said, this I'm not gonna I'm not an expert on this guy, I've not seen him play. But this is priority, just like a priority signing. Because um, at the start of the window, before Ratichi came in, the links, the players were being linked with. Clearly, they were going to sign a centre back. The players were being linked with was Anderson Vestergaard. Now, like I said, I rated Vestergaard. Even towards the end of the season, I excited. It sort of disappointed me a bit, but I started the season. He was quite doing well. And Anderson also. Anderson looked good for Fulham. Like towards the end of the season, around maybe it was probably it was the game within that game window. It was quite good for Fulham. Which is sorry, which is diagonal passes and all that. His defending was quite good. Now, those are the links for players for the winning link to it. Now, people are talking about Christian Romero. Now, Christian Romero, when I saw the links to Christian Romero, I checked out his um, this thing. He just won Copa America with Argentina. And he's the best center back in the Serie A in Serie A last, last season, when the season just ended. With a place for Atalanta. And this is it. He's on loan with an obligation for Dubai from Juventus, I think for 13 million pounds from Atalanta, from, from Juventus. So, Atalanta want to sell him for about 50 million euros, which is the add-ons for the news. Now, Fabio Romano says that they don't care about, you know, they want cash up front. However, they don't care if it's instrumentally or something. They just want ca- they just want cash for the player. And there are reports that they are going for Mary Demiral as a replacement. Who Mary Demiral, now, there's another twist here. Mary Demiral is being linked with both Real Dortmund and Do- the reports from Fabio Romano and some other players, how... Juventus are demanding 5 million euros for Mary Demiral and then um, Juventus I'm sorry Dortmund are not willing to pay that amount probably they won't negotiate for that amount of money so clearly they you view uh, Dortmund are trying to get, get him in and play he might not, and he's injury prone though <sighs> we'll see now that's that makes the deal a bit complicated for Atalanta if they'll get, but they'll probably get his replacements one way or the other initially either ways now back and also Anderson has just signed for Crystal Palace now this is this is my this is why I said as a football fan yes football expert I don't think I am I'm not now maybe because the reason why I wanted Anderson was probably because you know the the um maybe the, anybody's anybody any defender is literally better than the ones I saw I fe- I was fed with so much draws last season right that I mean it's because I'm still a very young man if I was in my fifties or sixties I would have had and I had no grey hair I would have gotten grey hair from watching those guys play. Supposedly, the stress of those defenders when they score a goal, you are afraid that they will because they, somebody will scoop at it, somebody will mess up the whole thing, and it always happens. You are never wrong, it always happens. So, 
any center back was better than those guys. Any defender, I was mentioning players like Tarkowski, Anderson, Vestergaard. I didn't really mind those guys coming in because I don't really anybody else but these guys I was forced to watch all season. But Patrick coming in and now I've been linked to these signings. Do I think, do I know if they're going to come good? No, I don't know. If they come good, kudos Pratichi. They don't. Uh, it's it's on him also. So he looks confident about these signings and he's the one running these things. Well, and it's not. Uh, and also there was a, on Pratichi also. There was also um, um, a Telegraph. Is it a te- is something from Daily Telegraph? An article from Sir Romano was one. He said, it, and there was a quote where they mentioned that Pratichi believes that there's a player that he believes that is so important you have to pay the money you do not wait you pay the money instantly you don't wait you don't try and negotiate even if you pay you can pay even a little bit more than the market value but the fact that you believe and you're so convinced in this player you pay that money and this is what we're gonna this is this is exactly probably what we're seeing with the, the way he's pushing romero now i mentioned Jameson sanchez to sevilla and jules kunde and there were some reports earlier in the window that sports offered 30 million euros plus Jameson sanchez for jules kunde now Kunde says he doesn't want to. I, I spoke about this episode in my last, my previous, my previous episodes. Um, and now, this is another report. And now I don't know if it's, I have not seen. It's not quite. Rep, it's not known for that. But this is the first time I'm seeing this source. And somebody also tweeted it. This is a person who's a Sevilla fan and a sports fan. Probably has links into sports, in into Sevilla. I don't know. And um, I saw a tweet, some a report, a report saying that I can't remember his Twitter handle. I'll try and remember as I keep talking. Um, but I know he's a severe fan and a sports fan also. So probably, and he mentioned how sports offers 50 million euros plus 10 million plus Damson Sanchez for Jus Kunde. Now Jus Kunde's market value for this clause is 80 million euros for Sevilla. Now probably sports value Sanchez at 20 million, 25 million, or so 30 million euros. So by offering that amount of money, you have his release clause and you can talk to him. Depends. But 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 but. Kunde, like I said, is waiting for a champions for a champion. He wants to play Champions League football, and he wants to play for Real Madrid or Barcelona. Any of those two clubs will come for him. Now, Real Madrid are not going to sign a new centre back, according to reports. They don't mind. Alaba, they want to use Alaba as one of the centre backs. They've lost Ramos, yes. They could lose Varane to Man United, which they, they probably don't care because they're going to. They probably they want to use the centre backs they have right now. They're not willing to buy a new one, which is fair. Means that means Kunde's option to Real Madrid is really close. Barcelona are skinned, so they don't really have money to pay for a new centre back. And centre back is not really doesn't look like what they are spending money on at the moment because they have a lot of things on their plate. So that means that that is that's off the table. So there's no I've not seen any other club that's quite interested in Kunde at the moment. Man City don't listen. Man City were interested last season, last summer, but they couldn't agree a deal. And now they have um, Ruben Dias. So Man City is off the table. Um, is it Liverpool? Liverpool signed Konate, and Liverpool are not really known for throwing big box at centre back. Yes, they spent big money on Van Dijk, but that's red. You know, FSG do not operate on that model. I like it's very unlikely for them to spend that kind of money again on the centre back. Then Chelsea, I don't. I was surprised if they do because centre back is not really where their um, priority lies. So they're, they're looking for a striker, which is what Chelsea's you know target is like this summer. So. What were left? So Kunde, my I my the option of staying put at Sevilla and waiting waiting it out or agreeing the sports move. And sports look like they want to be on the up because the other the other reports coming from about Alasde Gold most of the reports from Alasde Gold Alasde Gold is like a sports of future journalist is most reliable journalist when it comes to sports because he focuses on sports and he covers sports. And he said Nuno has been impressed with Region and Sessegnon so they are going to battle that for the left back spot. 
And then the right back spot looks like they're a bit untrustful. So Tomiyasu, that's where Tomiyasu comes. Tomiyasu is going to be signing as a right back. And he's, he can play across the back four. So probably that has a lot to do with the style of play sports want to adopt this season. And Nunu has actually told some of this. So the players that we agree are they are deadwood. He has told many of them that they're going to be shipped out. So hooray means that I'm going to listen to the guy. But my own anger is why didn't they do all this under Mourinho? I mean, he wanted the centre back. Why didn't you give him a centre back? Why are you not going all out to spend big bucks on centre backs? When you give him a championship centre back, you know, it's it's mind boggling. And now you know there's a centre back. Now you sack the guy, you know, now you're going out to get a centre back. Anyway, we'll see how it goes, like I said. But sports look like they're going to be spending money. But no, nothing has been official yet. Nothing has been official yet. But there have been leaks of pictures from, like I said, not just I only want sending officially. But there have been leaks of pictures from Sevilla. Look like they are testing the announcement video for Eric Lamella at Sevilla. And then there's also been some new signings some across other, other, other um, clubs too. Crystal Palace um, announcing the signing of um, Crystal Palace announcing the signing of Guehi and like I said, Anderson. Now, the Hurricane story is a big story of this. I'll cover it as I keep I'll cover it eventually. I have to go around other clubs. I want to talk about the Hurricane story eventually. situation eventually. Like I said, I've spoken about it before and I want to talk about it again. <coughs> And um, also, like, there's not, they've not really been much movement in the Premier League so far. Crystal Palace, they've done some movements though. I understand Crystal Palace situation though. They have a lot of work to do. They have a lot of work to do. Lots of work to do because their squad is aging. Many people are contract. Van Hanout is going to Galatasaray. Um, a lot of work to do. Benteke also. Um, I think they signed a Mateta. Um, he was on loan there and they finalized his deal. Now they have only said they have easy easy out injured though, but they have Zaha. Depending on how they want to play though, I I don't know how they want to play. So they're probably gonna have partnership with Guehi and Anderson at centre back next season. I said I have I'm keeping a close on Crystal Palace though, but they haven't done enough though. They haven't done enough. Maybe we'll see how they do, but they haven't done enough. But Vieira signed as their new manager is a good development. And then Arsenal Ben White's transfer Ben White um is gonna be probably confirmed this week from reports from Fabio Romano's Twitter handle. And um, we're going to also see more developments also. Uh, you know they confirmed Lokonga and I think they confirmed Tavares or Lokonga. I'm quite confused about which of both of them. But it's Lokonga the integrity. And most Arsenal fans are saying they don't know them. Well, <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> we'll see how this guys. But you see, most of the unknowns tend to do well in the league. I mean, Kofa played well for West Ham last season. Socek played well for West Ham last season. So, in unknowns doesn't really mean that um, they're not good. Even Michu was an unknown for Swansea back in, back in 2012. One of the greatest of the streets we never forget footballers. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And um, yeah, so so far there's not been much movement in Premier League. However, in La Liga there have been some. Uh, in Barcelona, there are reports that they're gonna be shipping out Griezmann. Well, well that move, that Griezmann move to Barcelona, like I said, I spoke about it before. I don't know if I, I don't know if I mentioned it in my podcast, in this on this podcast though, but for me, I don't think Griezmann should have Going to Barcelona at the time, I don't think he should have. There was no need for him to go there. When you look at the situations at, at surrounding them, I don't think he should have moved to Barcelona. They paid a hundred million from him for him. They, now Barcelona want to recoup at least that amount of money for him. Griezmann is still a good footballer. Don't get it twisted. Now the thing is, who's going to be willing to pay that amount of money because his stock has fallen. So Barcelona may have to take a loss on the Griezmann signing. Probably like a, just like they are struggling to ship to offload continue. Maybe they'll take a loan to put option to buy. Maybe some or loan. They'll have to take give like a two-year loan, similar to the kind of loan Hamid Rodriguez had at Bayern Munich. 
So maybe they have to give her a loan or something. I don't know. Two year loan. Then he comes back. They have to just loan him for the rest of it. to take him off the wage bill. Basically, that's what they want. To probably want to do to manage manage your finances better. Oh, manage. <laughs> now, let's talk about the hurricane story. Okay. Now, um, over the weekend, I woke up in the morning. Was it at night? And then there's a report from a this from the Sun, right? The Sun. Their cover page says hurricane 160 million pound transfer to man city so we paid 400 pounds a week confirmed that um the agent or was it hurricane mentioned it in the wedding in, you know charlie king got married over the weekend or during the week mentioned it to the reporter and then the reporter goes now this is clearly agent tactic from charlie king and um, hurricane's brother um clearly trying to push apply pressure on Spurs, trying to push the narrative towards Spurs to allow Kane to leave. Well, um, to, to be fair, we haven't seen this is not a new tactic though. Now, this is this is this is the problem with this story. Um, I mean, I saw the, I saw the source, the sun. I was like, this is trash. This is garbage. The sun, eh, I, the minute I knew that they were garbage was when in 2013 season, 2013-14 season, in 2013, I was going through, I was active on Facebook back in the day, and I saw the son, minded and Spurs agreed 25 million pounds for Hugo Lloris. In the middle of the season, or midway through the season, it was trash, first of all, because Danilo was never going to sell Lloris for that amount of money, right? And truly, that story died down. Everybody has forgotten about that story. That's how funny it is. The, because the way the world moves so fast, people easily forget about things like this. Since that day, I knew that they were trash, and I stopped even looking at their story whenever I saw anything that about, that they had to write. I stopped. I just didn't bother myself. So now, when they came up with that story, I was like, "This is garbage. This is the the fact that they are even putting out this story is garbage." And I looked at the reporter. Well, I'm not going to mention the an old tweet that she mentioned. Let's just say she had one funny tweet from the past. It's on my, I shared it on my Twitter though, but <laughs> let's just say there was one funny tweet from the past that made it, that just made our whole football credibility just you know be in the gutter. Now, is it is, is it is it possible for that to have happened? Maybe he's supposed to agree that amount of money with Masti. It may have been possible if the source was from somebody else. But immediately the, the, immediately the news came out, like some hours later, by 9.30 in the morning, it, it was leaked out like in the evening or so, or the previous day, and then overnight. No, I think midnight or so. In the morning by 9.30, everything was squashed. Masti came out and said they're not paying that amount of money. Spurs like, nah, no such thing has happened. Fabio Romano even confirmed and said no, no new bid. The only bid they've bid was the one of a hundred million pounds. I covered that one like some weeks ago, and some players being included in it that made it um, increase up to hundred million pounds. And supposed it rejected it. There have been no no bid since then. So now the Suns' credibility in the mud again, <laughs> which like it hasn't even been in the mud for for years, for God knows how long. This is exactly how I say. This is exactly why I say filtering stuff that you hear. And not is like we do not really have to stress that enough. We have to stress that enough. We don't stress that enough. Sorry, we do not stress that that point enough. Now the sun is is now their credibility in the mud. And now people, the fact is that they will come with the story tomorrow. People will still believe them because why? The story that they may be leaking may line up with their own bias, which is confirmation bias basically. And then you know, it, and then we'll see another people report and start sharing as well, like they're, they're some kind of credible source. Wish they're not. I wish they never will be. Now back to the hurricane, hurricane situation. Now in all this, like I said, this is the problem with this story, 
and that amount of money that it means that living will not take less than 160 million pounds now for hurricane because you put out the figure out there and Levy, Levy has a very big ego where he would not want to be looked at as somebody being taken advantage of. So, 160 million pounds is now the minimum Manchester will pay for that transfer. Makes it more difficult. So, if they're going to buy Kane, you have to pay that amount of money. Or they may even pay that, bring a 100 million pound plus maybe one of their players that will make it run, move up to that amount of money. Which was a very stupid. Now, if Charlie Kane was a good agent, if it was Barnett, Rayola, or so, you would never allow Harry Kane to sign a six year contract signed that a six-year contract in 2018 you would not really when you knew that you would never do that no matter how, no matter how good things are going at that point in time you would never do that you would sign the contract and put loopholes in it for you to take advantage of in the future which you didn't so it means that now you're trying to force a move the cards are in, are in the hands of levy levy has all the cards right now if ken wants to do whatever he wants to do the contract is there you should have taken you should have, when you had the, the, the you had the leverage you never signed that contract at, the time, at that time, and now you have. It's more difficult for Kane to move now. Suppose other man they're not going to sell Kane, which you know, like I said, it doesn't matter what Kane does. This is a very hard situation for him to get out of. I will be very. That's why I said I'll be surprised if Kane gets sold this summer. I'll be very surprised. The hundred and sixty million pound. If you ask me, people are saying stuff like, "Oh, sports shouldn't sell him." Well, if Pratichi is in charge and Pratichi says he doesn't want to sell him, if Pratichi sells, if other Pratichi is there. A lot of fans may have a little bit of you know confidence that the money will be spent properly. Like me, like I said, why I didn't want King so well? Because I was I didn't have confidence in who would spend the money, which was Levy and and um Hitchin, who I think they are both awful at football. And now Patrick is in charge. We'll probably see because the links to the, the links of the quality of player sports are being linked with right now says a lot about the difference in people who are handling the football side of football operations, football side of things. What I think is this, right? I, like I said, I was surprised if Kane leaves. I'll be very surprised. But if he leaves, I've mentioned what I think sports would do and sports should do. Like I said, I'll move some centrally, get a new left winger, maybe somebody in who. And we have to share the goals across. You're getting two. You're getting two players for Kane. You have to get a new creative player and a striker, or probably even get three players, two strikers and one attacking midfielder. So either way, sports are going to probably sign a attacking midfielder. This attacking midfielder this season though, because they're going to ship out, probably ship out Sissoko and some other midfielders. So creativity is going to come eventually. But like I said, sports are going to ship out players. Sports are going to do that. They have to get two strikers and one attacking midfielder. Kane, Kane is so hard to replace. So you have to share his output across different players to get probably close to that level because Kane is a fantastic footballer. Like I said, now. Someone signed a new contract during this during the week. Although, like, I, although in some weeks people have mentioned that the contract has been signed even during the season, but they haven't really announced it yet for many other reasons. And you know, people are talking about how Son is unambitious and other. Maybe he's happy at sports. Why is everybody upset that Son signed a new contract? If he wants to, that's his opinion. Arabian fans are angry at the guy. Oh, should have should have left. Da, 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 da. Well, if he's happy there, and he wants and he wants to win here, win at sports. Well, why not? Why stop him? Let let him be. And you know it's it's weird that you know fans want to get at Son for that. This is the same people, same people who would complain about players do not have loyalty into this football. And now a player signed a new long-term contract, and you're upset about it. Even the football press, you're looking at the Son, and you heard somebody like Danny Murphy mentioning how Son is unambitious. Danny Murphy, pipe down, please. Your football opinions are in the gutter. No offense. No, I mean every offense. Yeah, because I've heard these guys some outrageous stuff when they go to football. <laughs> It's talk sport anyway. They'll do this for clickbait and they have very outrageous and rubbish opinions that they have. I mean, this morning I just saw Trevor Sinclair trying to say that he would rather sign Shami Abraham for 40 million pounds than Harry Kane for 150 million. He's literally saying he would take Harry Shami Abraham over Harry Kane. That's what he's literally saying. 
why even even though Man City can afford both players, you are telling me that you would choose Tammy Brown over Harry Kane. He said, with, oh, I don't want to really, I don't want to just get. The point I was trying to make is this: sometimes a new contract, Harry Kane being the gate, being trying to be the, trying to get away from the club. This is this. This is the situation here. Harry, some maybe more of some may end up turning out to be more of a legend for sports than Harry Kane. If Son stays put, because let's be real here, Son has a, a bit more in terms of fitness. He may not be as good as Hurricane finishing another place, but Son is more readily available. He hardly gets injured and, you know, is faster, is more clutch than Hurricane. Like I said, in semi finals, in finals, you know, in situations that are tight, Son is much more ready to score. I remember the Champions League run, he was very instrumental against Man City, you know, in those kind of matches. So Son isn't just some. Some player who would just someone is ready to someone would turn up when it's time to turn up. I remember multiple games also. So I, remember, I can remember multiple games over my head where Son has really really stepped up you know, to do that. Although the, the, the last two finals, you know, there are different reasons why he didn't step up in those finals. You could argue maybe Hurricane playing in those games, maybe as on being unfit in those games may have contributed to why he couldn't turn up. But that's by the wayside. Now, some may not be a legend, and like I said, if 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 Kane goes, moves on centrally, let him just be like a Vardy type of figure, where he's up front, two wingers with pace by his side, with one attacking midfielder behind him, and Son is very good playing off the shoulder of the last man. And if he can get the ball in the front with space, he will be able to score. He can finish. So, some moving centrally may not be a bad option long term because his age, you know, his age-wise and his pace. The way he even plays, he doesn't play a traditional guy, he likes to come inside. He's an inside forward basically and he's very adept at playing centrally. He's a very, inte- very intelligent footballer, very intelligent, really fast, and really strong on the ball. So he may not be that kind of striker who wants to hold the ball up and you know, all of that upper body strength. Let somebody else, probably supposed to have to put the ball on the floor even a bit more. So that explains the direction Nuno wants to go. Now, do I, like, but like I said, I don't really mind whatever happens, happens. I don't mind whatever Kane does. I wish him the best for his career. Because like, if most fans who are upset at the guy for doing what he's doing, if there were any shoes, they may have done what he's doing too. When you've been at sports, you've put your, your whole career, you've literally played for your boyhood club for the last seven years and turned to match your ambition and they haven't. Go out there and get me a center, get players to support him. If he's not turned up in the final, get another player to get pressure of the guy. He's, you know he's getting injured at the time. When you know he's getting injured, you will prepare yourself. Get new players in to fill in that void while he's, he's out. If you know he's injured for a final, he's not turning up. Get a stronger bench to come up and support him. If he doesn't turn up, let somebody... You know, these are things that clubs who would think would do. But sports, we're not really doing things logically. This is just the thing for me. Um, But maybe some sports want to play two up front though. Because, you know, two up front, maybe the way Kane and Son up front. They sort of played like two up front somehow last season though. Even though some played up the left and he came inside from... Cut inside from the left. He made runs into the box with Kane dropping deep and both of them actually partnered really well. So we'll see if it doesn't happen, we'll see. Either way, 433, 433, 442, Spurs they have to do a lot of targets. And another point I'm making is that if Spurs are for Spurs to have a successful window, Spurs have to move out the deadwood. I've mentioned the deadwood over and over again. Two are already going, which is good news. So you have like seven seven more. Even though Johart could be going, well, Johart being tortured isn't much. But Johart can go. Afi White Man can take his spot as a tortured. Afi White Man is an academic goalkeeper. So you're looking at seven or so two have gone, which is um, Lamela and Azaveret. If by the when those guys get announced, officially be two dead was moved on. So you've got players like 
Sanchez, who potentially if he moves on and for Kunde, which I hope happens, I pray happens. Either way, Sanchez must not play next season. Eric Dyer too moves on. Um, Sissoko, Orie, Ben Davis, um, um, I think Bergwijn. But you know, people will put on if Bergwijn goes, Spurs have to get Damsgaard. If Spurs can get Damsgaard, then I will probably manage to keep Bergwijn. But I'm not really, I don't really read Bergwijn. I think somebody else would do a better job than him. I would, I would be happy if Damsgaard comes in for him. Damsgaard had a very good Euros, yes, but. Even though he was really, he was really good for Sampdoria. Other than that, other than the Euros, though, even for the Euros, for the Euros, probably a link with him. Now they're gonna make a move for him now. We'll see. Partizan may pull up one signing out of the blue, like he did with Brian Hill. So we might see. Let's see how the window goes, progresses. But the window has started becoming interesting for sports. You know, a lot of things to look forward to. Who else? Let me mention Sissoko. Yeah, Sissoko has to go. Dele Ali. These are among the dead wolves that's wanting to ship out. Doherty, yes, but because Nuno is here, I might probably say, okay, no need. They might leave him a bit, leave him this season. So, these are some dead wolves that need to move, move out. Harry Winks, yes, I can't forget Harry Winks. Harry Winks has to go. Um, Yeah, I think there's a player I've mentioned. You know, others I've mentioned also. So, if sports do not move out, move out these guys, I'm, I'm not really confident because no matter who they bring in, I'm not really confident because if these guys living is players have to come in these guys have to move out because they're taking up homegrown spots and um, positions that other players who are much important more, more useful will take up so this is this is exactly what what, what i believe this is what i see what i think now do i think it's going to happen we'll see i'm not going to come here and make predictions because a lot of things have happened that have surprised me so far so i don't really we don't know anything we just come i just come here and say what I feel and I move on. Like I just come here on Mondays and on Wednesdays, I say what I feel and I get out of here. So it's just it's just me. But well, I'm just a sports fan. Like I said, as, as the title of the podcast implies. <sighs> well, I think that's um all I have to say for today, Monday. Um thanks for listening. I will be back on Wednesday and hopefully they must have made some announcements on the signings that I've mentioned. Hopefully we'll get some new developments and hopefully some more deadwoods will be moved on by the time I'm back on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Have a nice week.